Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one collar-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Hour number two at Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer standing by in Northwest Arkansas. I'm Randy Rainwater from the capital city. Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service, 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey. Hey, guys. Maybe it's a good thing that, uh, to a degree, that uh, fall camp came to a close. But then on the other hand, uh, they're practicing at 3 o'clock in the afternoon in the heat of the day. So, uh, but they, are they inside? Is the air conditioning working yeah. inside? So it's 4.30 practice, so I'm we got about half a period left of the open portion, so I'm leaving right now. And then uh, air conditioner's not working. It's supposed to be it's supposed to be ready a while back. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, you know, I don't know weeks. if you guys have ever dealt with construction crews. They're great construction crews out there, but, you know, it always seems like there's a little bit of a delay. So they don't have it going today. I know that they it's hot out here, obviously, but they, uh, they've got, they worked on keeping the doors closed all day, Running the fans, I think if they'd, uh, I think Sam probably would have tried to have an earlier practice today if he could, uh, because uh, I think he was, you know, at the last press conference he was expecting it to be done today. So uh, it is a little bit cooler in there, especially compared to outside. A lot of times it can get super muggy in there, but from what I've told, the air conditioning should keep it at about 78 degrees, so it's not going to be like super cool or anything this time of year, but. Uh, it'll be it'll be definitely cooler than it is right now in there. They are inside. They can't. I don't even think they can practice outside. Like I think there's like you know rules or regulations against it. I I promise you one thing. On the turf, it is exceptionally hot. Um, so if they did get outside, which they're not going to, but if they did, they're definitely not going on the turf. I can't imagine the temperature right now on the turf. All right, uh, Trey, we only got what they told us as usual from the last, the final major scrimmage. Have you been able to learn anything beyond what little they did tell us? Sorry, Randy. You should repeat that. I said uh, the last major scrimmage was this past Saturday. They gave us a few tidbits. Have you been able to gain any other information about what possibly may have went on at the major scrimmage this past Saturday? Yeah, they came out of it pretty clean. There's a couple of guys. Obviously, can't comment until Sam Pittman does, but there's a couple of guys in green jerseys out there uh, today. So a couple of guys banged up but going through through stuff. Um, from what I heard is... Alpahim Walcott was just basically all over the field, had a great, great scrimmage. Uh, so they're very pleased with him. A guy who has kind of sneaky had a really good scrimmage. Uh, you know, a guy that, I don't know, didn't play very well last year as a sophomore, but, you know, had a pretty good freshman year uh, is uh, Jaden Johnson. Jaden Johnson. Thank you. Spacing on his name. It is hot out <laughs> <laughs> here. But Jaden Johnson uh, has had a really good. Uh, camp and actually today was riding with the first group ahead of Hudson Clark. So they've been pleased with the way he's come along. I think, you know, obviously last year, especially, you know, towards the end of the year, I mean, 
I mean, I'm not going to lie. We had a, an article ready just in case, you know, he hit the transfer portal because we were expecting a lot of those defensive backs to go. And uh, I would say I was actually kind of surprised that he, he didn't. So uh, that's good news on Jaden because he's a guy with, you know, size-wise and speed-wise and all that stuff. He checks a lot of boxes. I think he just needed maybe maybe just got off track a little bit. So, um, you know, those are a couple of things that I've heard. You know, they've been pleased with Andrew Chambly. I, don't, I think when it all shakes out, it'll be Devon Manuel. But they've been pleased with Chambly. He was rolling with the first group again today. Um, they're in shells today, by the way. They're, uh, you know, no soft pads, but just shell, shoulder pads, and helmet. Uh, but, you know, he was working with the first group there. And, uh, you know, aside from that, they, you know, it's kind of what we were saying, like, you know, talking about, you know, giving up sacks and all that kind of stuff. Well, the, the fact of the matter is these scrimmages are all very much geared towards the passing game and, and building a, a rapport with the quarterbacks and, and wide receivers. So that kind of allows the defense to pin their ears back a little bit more than they would in a, in a game when they have to respect the run a little bit more. Is the uh, the true bad man? I'm thinking of uh, Landon Jackson being a pretty good bad man, but uh, Sam was uh, really yeah. heaping the praise on Trajan Jeffcoat this past Saturday. People tell me who have more access than I do to practice. I've logged about six and a half hours now of practice. Uh, that there are four defensive NFL defensive linemen on this team. That there are four of them, and I think we can pretty well ascertain that two of them are Landon Jackson and Trajan Jeffcoat. By the way, they talked about them. Uh, I am interested to see on, on Jeff Coat. He's an interesting study because back in 2020, this guy was first team All SEC, uh, and you know he was still a starter and everything for Missouri, but wasn't nearly as productive as he was. So, were there injury issues that popped up here and there? Was it uh, focus? You know, what was the issue exactly? Was it the coaching? I don't know, but the way they talk about Jeff Coat, it's just like uh, good luck stopping him. You know, so. If that's the case, I mean, I've always kind of talked about this defensive line is, you know, even if it's just if they're average SEC players, they're still incredibly deep. So if they've got a couple of guys that they view as stars, especially at defensive end, then, I mean, well, I can't wait to see that. <laughs> but they feel, obviously feel pretty good about Jeffcoat. I know when Jeffcoat arrived, they were just like, this is, this is the guy, this is what they look like right here. This is what you're supposed to look like. And... I've always said, you know, to me, he kind of looks like the guy that you lock the room and he's the guy that comes out. So they, um, and Pittman kind of obviously alluded to that. I thought that was one of the best things that he's done in a while in a press conference by, you know, ask that question about Jeff Goat and bring him up and let me show you. This is what, (laughs) this is what an All American looks like. So, you know, maybe it's a little bit of publicity trying to get his name out there. I'm sure they, they, they mentioned that to him when he was, uh, being recruited out of the transfer portal. These are the kind of things we're going to do for you, but um, that was still pretty cool to see. All right, Trey, I've got uh, several questions by way of our, well, we'll start with the Asher Record Service Company first. Uh, says, Jake, Trey, any way you could relay a message to the U of A sound group? It's extremely hard to understand Sam when he's doing an interview. I don't know if it's a sound issue yeah. or what. Thank you. I had so, the same problem. I mean, I was jamming yeah. my earphones uh, through my eardrums to be able to hear. Well, I always tell them on day one to err on the side of too loud because you do have a uh, you got the old folks like Randy Rainwater listening, and he wants to be able to hear. <laughs> no, that's, Thank you. it's true for everybody. It's true for everybody, Randy. Everybody's had a bit of a hard time hearing. <laughs> everybody's had a hard time to hearing, and I and I brought it up to him many times. The thing of it is, you know, I think there's there's just a new intern in there, like every every other day, um, you know, running the board, and I guess with them doing it over Wi-Fi, there's just they've had a problem because you know they need players to be like right up close to the mic. I will say on ours that we're going to upload, we are going to just – here's here's the problem. Here's the problem. So when I upload a vi- one of the videos, the Zoom videos to YouTube, uh, I can wait and tinker with the sound and, and bring the volume up, you know, in a separate deal um, and do all that stuff. But by, by the time I do all that, the time it takes me to do it, somebody else from another media outlet has uploaded that with, a, you know, the poorer quality – 
and nobody watches my video because they watch the other one. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, it, it, it's kind of a, a double-edged deal, but we're going to – it's just – if they can't do anything about it, what I'm going to do, I've tinkered with it over the weekend. I'm going to take the video. I'm going to put it in an editing software. I'm going to crank up the volume to 400%, and then I'm going to double the video audio, add it again, and crank that up to 400%. We'll see if that'll work. Uh, so that's what my plan is, even though uh, I'm probably going to pay for it and getting less views on my videos. But um, well, You do it. I'll, I'll just forego watching the actual live uh, press conference, and then I will watch your video to where I can hear it adequately. If, if everybody else out there, well, everybody else doesn't have access to it directly, so if everybody else out there who wants to watch the video with good sound, if you go to my YouTube channel, com YouTube channel, uh, just watch the video twice, please. <laughs> and maybe that'll make up for uh, for the lost revenue, but we're, we're going we're gonna to do that. Just We're going to crank up the volume that way, so um, there's no point. I mean, People are. Most of my equipment is pretty new, and it's still. I can't get. I can't get it quite loud enough as I would like my own, on my end too. So. So Trey, would you? That's what we got to do. Would you put a ribbon around your finger, and remember right before the press conference is to begin, is oh Randy, back, I, I do. I do this. You yeah, go back there and I, say, I "Would you turn the volume up?" Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. I've and it still it. doesn't matter then. I show them the comments on my YouTube channel. <laughs> Good lord! <laughs> About what, what people are saying. Well, well it, it's something to do, it's something to do with the Wi-Fi, with with streaming it over Wi-Fi, um, and and that's that's causing the audio issue. And uh, uh, just part of the problem is, you know, you can't. What we really need to do is tell the players, hey, speak into the mic, get up there close to it, because the media people you can hear fine because, you know, they pass the mic around and we put it... Yeah, I have no problem hearing your questions. I just have a problem hearing their response. I thought I really almost threw out my headset the other day uh, with Dan Enos. I could not understand one word. At least Sam, if I'm jamming my headphones on, I get a better understanding of what he's saying. Okay, I know people are tired yeah. of listening to this. Okay, here's another one for <laughs> yeah. you from Piggy Smalls. Question for Trey. Okay. What do you think is a re reasonable expectation of attendance for the Western Carolina game? Reasonable expectation of attendance for the Western Carolina game. So, attendance for the tailgating area or for inside the stadium? Inside the <laughs> Great. The game. The game. The, the game, yeah. Oh, I, there will so, be a good ten to 15,000 that will never go in the stadium. Oh, yeah. No question about it. There will be people that go, that drive from Fayetteville just to go to Little Rock so they can tailgate uh, and never make it inside. Uh, so, it's 55,000 at War Memorial, is that correct? Yes. Fifty-five, fifty-six, about, somewhere there. No, it's about fifty-four. Fifty-four. How about forty-seven? Ooh, uh, is what I expect or what I think will happen? What you think will happen? I would say forty-six, forty-seven. Wow, you really think so? Don't you think? What do you think? You think it's? I mean, it's an opener. Maybe so that'll help. That's going to increase it. I'm, I'm thinking forty-one, forty-two. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's kind of what I'm thinking. Yeah, y'all are probably right. Maybe I'm more. But I love hearing somebody guess more than us. It, I, that's great. It, it, it's an opener, so I, I would right. think that that would that would boost it. And TV is confusing for it. You know, it's not like it's just going to be on television. You have to work your way around a couple things to get it. So is it, it's SEC Plus. Is that right? Yes. It's yeah, uh, okay. SEC yeah. Network Plus. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, maybe that's good for a couple thousand people, right? Maybe. To show up in person. Maybe. Well, I hope you're right. I hope you're right. I don't know. Do y'all know who's calling it? I have no idea. I don't think that'll matter. I mean, generally, generally it's like, uh, you know, Clint Sterner has done some in the past. Um, well, it's going to be Chuck Barrett maybe and Quinn Ben Roby, as far as I'm concerned. They're on the radio. You listen Gino, to it on radio? Gino Bell, yeah. No, I'll yeah. be there. Yeah. But it's good to listen. Oh to those yeah, guys. as far as yeah. you're concerned, they're good. Sure, yeah. right. <laughs> you're right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need to. I need to come in and sit with you guys. That would be good. 
Do they operate on a delay? No. If it's just playing through the regular radio airwaves? Oh. Uh, so like a seven-second delay? Oh, I'm sure they're dealing with a delay. It's a slight delay. I yeah. don't think it's as much as seven seconds. It might be three. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Well, maybe I'll go get me old-school radio headset and listen. There you go. Yeah, well, Justin. If I listen through the Internet, it's definitely going to be delayed. Justin Akery sent this question. This may be the most, uh, this may be the question that uh, will determine how many are there, actually. Uh, the question is, is it going to be 90 degrees or 102? Yeah. Yeah, we don't know. Yeah. This is the hot yeah. week, though. It, it does cool down a little bit on the weekend, and I haven't looked too far into next week, but it, 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 I don't think it's going to be 100, but it could be in the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> we certainly covered a lot of things, you guys. You can tell it's week zero right now. We're talking about it. Yeah, here we go. Oh, no. Now we're on the weather. We're talking about sound quality. Okay, let's figures. Let's talk. Listen, listen, that came from a. That didn't come from me. That came from the live fan feedback. Charlie, good afternoon. You got. I know Rick hates it, but I don't know what Rick calls it. I call it the first week of the season. If somebody's playing, just not Arkansas. But then that throws off everything else. Yes, sir. We can hear you. I'm sorry. I I got something. Go ahead, Charlie. We're we're still griping about something. I wanted to just jump in there. I don't, uh, Rick, uh, Randy. Yeah. I don't understand why we can't join in with why the the tailgaters, us, us broke tailgaters uh, from Southern Arkansas, why we can't be a part of that. I mean, look, I listen. I'm not. I will go towards the stadium, but there's probably going to be a hundred people standing out there selling their ticket, and I might, I might grab one. I don't know. Most likely, I'm going to be over there tailgating and watching the game too. So. It is what it is. I mean, you know, I feel like I should be a part of that. Uh, however many thousand y'all just called out, it's going to be there inside yeah. the stadium. I agree with you, Trey. I think it is going to be closer to 47, but I'm going right. to go a little bit middle there. Uh, I wanted to ask something about Alabama real quick and I, before I get off. Um, I was thinking back a couple of times over the years that we've had opportunities to beat them. 2010 comes to mind, and then the year they had Blake Stans, I think that was 14 or 15, I can't remember uh, we lost 14 to 13, but and and a couple of years comes to mind too. I just thought we were really competitive, had a shot. But um, you know, I'm looking at this team, their team this year, and um, you know, they're not a team. Obviously, right now, they're you know what Saban has said is they want to try to go back to this whole we're going to be physical and we're going to try to run the football and play defense. Well, that's kind of how his older teams, old, you know, back in when he first got there, how they were winning, right. yeah. uh, uh, with the quarterback just kind of being conservative and those type of yeah. things, kind of pre-Lane Kiffin. My, yeah, yeah. Well, my question, Trey, you know, I feel like defensive line-wise, we we can match up with those guys physically. I thought last year that hurt my soul so much. Watch when Bryce Young went down, I was like, Dude, we got a chance to come back and win this game, but then we couldn't stop them from running. And we couldn't stop Milrose mm-hmm. from scrambling out of the pocket and running for however many yards he had. And I don't think that's going to be the case this year. I think if a team says we're just going to line up and run against Arkansas, I think Arkansas is going to be able to match up and handle that. That's just my opinion. But so if you got into a game with Alabama, and it's ugly, it's on the road, my only issue with it is it's the last one there of that slate. I, that's where I give Arkansas a chance. I know it's been 16 years, but man, if they ever have have a chance, they got one this year. I know we say that every year, but mm-hmm. I, I think they got a shot. But we'll see. Y'all have a good one. Thank you, Charlie. Yeah, I I feel like this team. I'm not saying they're going to beat Alabama either, but I feel like um, as far as you know, having a shot, this team has a better shot than. In my opinion, any team that Pittman has, I think I, I still I think it's the best roster that Pittman has assembled at Arkansas. Um, so I would say they have the best shot at beating Alabama. It's just it's tough to pick them to win in Tuscaloosa against Saban, especially when it's been so long since it's happened. Um, but yeah, as far as having a shot, this would somebody's going to say I, I said they have a shot to beat them, but I'm just saying I think they have their best shot to beat them um, that they than they've had, and they played them pretty well in 2021. But, yeah, I mean, I, I think this is going to be a tough team to run on. I really do. I, I, I like the defensive line a lot. So, you know, it's just a question, like, 
with Arkansas, are they going to beat somebody that they're not supposed to beat kind of deal, you know? Are they going to lose to somebody they're not supposed to lose to? Because that definitely happens. It happened last year, no question about it. Um, are they going to get the breaks here and there? Because you got to have – it's football, man. I mean, people like people want me to predict, you know, 10 wins or something because I do feel really good about the roster. But I, it's hard for me to do that because I don't know that they can just steam what, steamroll their way to 10 wins. I think they're going to have to have a bounce, go their way. And they, they really didn't get those bounces last year. But I do feel like this is a better team than they had last year or any other year under Pittman. And um, I think they got a better locker room than they've had than they had last year. I think they had a pretty good locker room. And even with all the COVID stuff in 2020 and 2021, I just think there was, there was a, like a vein of detractors. I don't know, you know, just – just a group in that locker room that just kind of had to, kind of had to go, to put it nicely. And I feel like they've they've gotten a lot of that stuff corrected. From our Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line, according is from the five hundred one. According to the ticket website, there are less than five hundred tickets left for Arkansas and Western Carolina. That according to the five hundred one. Saying according to the ticket website. Wow. So well, hey, that's I hope that's now, right. Now you also have to consider, right? You you have to consider some people won't show up, as the caller said before. There'll be people selling tickets, you know, outside and stuff. Uh, you also have to account for the student section. There's going to be, I know I'm using vain again. But there's going to be a vein of empty seats uh, in the student section but because you know large, those kids have been up there for two weeks. There. And that that might be a, a thousand. It's, it's, a, it's a notice. If that's accurate, it's you're going to be closer. You're going to be closer than game. us. You're going to be closer than us if this is true. Even with absences, there'll be we'll see. 48 if there's if they've sold that many tickets. All right, Dre. We'll continue this debate tomorrow. I'm guessing. Yeah. Who wins? I'll Best bring better headsets. The Buzz every Thursday night at 8 for Between the Mats High School Football Show with your hosts Matt Wilcox and Matt McJunkins. You'll hear coaches' interviews, player interviews. You'll also get weekly top tens and player of the week picks for each classification. Plus, t-shirt giveaways and fan interactive pick'em challenges with prizes. Between the Mats on 103.7 The Buzz each Thursday is brought to you by Hootens Football, your number one source for Arkansas high school football. Attention bow hunters! Ready to take your hunting game to the next level? Then set your sights on Max Prairie Wings, featuring the best model bows from Elite, Matthews, Hoyt, and Bear. Max offers all the top-of-the-line bows along with any accessory you need to make your bow even more powerful. And they'll even work with you to build your dream bow exactly the way you want it. Max Prairie Wings, your go-to destination for bow hunting gear. Click on MaxPW.com or visit their store in Stuttgart. Max Prairie Wings, where passion meets precision. Happy hunting! Hey, Howie, it's the grand opening of your new location of Robert Irwin Jewelers. The biggest grand opening sale in Robert Irwin Jewelers history is going on this Thursday through Saturday. What's on sale, Howie? Diamonds, gemstones, engagement rings, anniversary bands. The entire store is on sale up to 50% off. And you can pay 0% interest for up to 60 months. Plus, get a free gift just for coming in while supplies last. Bigger, brighter diamonds. Better prices. Robert Irwin Jewelers grand opening sale in the Pleasant Ridge Town Center off of Cantrell Road next to the Fresh Market. Stacked Commercial Truck and Trailer has five service trucks available providing you on-site service to get you back on the road. If that doesn't do it, Stacked has a new state-of-the-art 13-bay shop for service and repair on all Class A trucks, trailers, RVs, light and medium-duty commercial vehicles, tires, brakes, AC, engine repair, transmissions, differentials, and driveline repair. Stacked Commercial Truck and Trailer Repair. Get stacked two miles off 530 exit 34 in Whitehall. Justin Anchor with Laura Beth from Coffin by Design West, where we always talk about getting everything you need for your home, but they also are your one-stop shop for tailgating. We are so happy football's back, Laura Beth, and Coffin by Design West has just what you need. Yeah, we do. We have smokers, coolers, grills, and even solo stoves for all those chilly game days. So if you want to stock up and get ready for your favorite tailgate, get out to Coffin by Design West. It's out west past Taylor Loop, 14900 Cantor Road. You can find out more about all the things they have to offer at KauffmanLumber.com. 
It's time for the 2023 Central Arkansas Tailgate Extravaganza at War Memorial Stadium. Friday, September 1st from 5 till 10. Saturday from 11 till kickoff. Delectable cuisine, exquisite beverages, captivating melodies, and jubilant camaraderie. Tickets, tables, corporate packages available. To choose your experience, visit centralarkansastailgate.com. Central Arkansas Tailgate, brought to you by Globe Life and Tyson. Mow, dig, haul, lift. The versatile Kubota BX Series subcompact tractor does it all. Switching attachments is simple, and a smooth hydrostatic transmission makes for easy operation. The Kubota BX Series, rated number one in durability and owner experience. Talk to your local Kubota dealer today to schedule a demo. Go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. River Valley Tractor, closer than you think. Now back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat My Catfish, now back open in Little Rock in the Riverdale Shopping Center next to Ace Hardware. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. When you're on the road, we're the voices inside your head. Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Tacos for Life prepares amazing food using ingredients you know and love. And when you buy a taco, bowl, salad, quesadilla, or nachos, you're going to provide a meal to a child in need. That's been their motto since they opened slightly less than 10 years ago. And slightly in slightly less than 10 years, Tacos for Life, matching the meals purchased in their restaurants all over Arkansas and all around the country, have donated $31 million 224,308 meals. It's amazing, right? So when you enjoy one of their great tacos, bowls, salads, or quesadillas, or nachos, then you've got a chance to help end childhood hunger around the world. Pretty amazing, isn't it? And it tastes so good to do it. Boy, if you like the grilled chicken taco, that's my favorite. The uh, Hawaiian uh, shrimp tacos, those are fabulous. Anything you eat, you're going to love. You need to try them. Tacos for life. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. That's Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater. Let's check in. Let's see if Jeremy's still hanging in there with us. Jeremy, thank you for holding. Good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Good afternoon, Randy. First thing I'd like to say, congratulations to Josh Street for his scholarship. Absolutely. Second, uh, second, I know that, you know, we, we see how the lines are playing. They got better. Are we going to be a competitive team to where we can take the lead and hope that the other teams can catch up? Or are we going to have to be one of those teams that we're behind and have to play catch up? Uh, I just hope that we're this year with what we have, that if they score, we score, or we just score and they don't score. But I just wanted to ask your opinion and see what you, how you feel about that. Well, that's what you want. You want to be a team that scores and the other team doesn't catch uh-huh. up uh, with the with your with your defense. Arkansas's defense is going to be better. Even Marcus Elliott would agree. I think at this point, again, I, I look at the secondary. <clears throat> the, at, if you look at the five positions in the secondary, only one of them is going to be manned, at least at this point, as a starter by someone who began his career at Arkansas. The other four spots a transfer from Georgia, a transfer from LSU, and two transfers from Baylor, all of whom have had success at a higher level. I think that is that alone tells you the secondary is going to be better, the defense is going to be better. Now you got to have backups, too, and Arkansas has got some backups. A guy like Ladarius Bishop, who would have been a starter last year had he not been hurt, he's a backup. You know, so uh, and, and there are others that are backups. You look at the linebackers. They've got a couple freshmen, particularly a Spence guy. They just rave about him. He's going to be a backup. He's not doesn't have to start as a freshman. That's a good deal. They've got decent linebackers. They're so deep on the defensive line, we have not seen this kind of depth on the defensive line. Six players are back from last year that play on the defensive line, and four from the transfer portal, just about all of whom they talk very highly of. So, Randy, I, I just went through it. Trey Biddy goes through it. It seems to me like this is a team, they're not going to give up 30 points a game like they did last year. And and if you have a difference, let's just say five points. Let's say you give up 24 or 25. That sounds like a lot. 
But if your offense is as good as we think Arkansas is, that should be enough to win two or three more games than they did last year. To me, it all comes down to a yard. And what I mean by that is, if you want to control the ball while you have the lead, then you got to pick up third and one. Or you may have to pick up occasionally fourth and one if you want to continue to control the ball. That Of all the inabilities, and we have worn out the fact that the secondary got worn out last year. The offensive line got worn out when it was third and one or when it was fourth and one. And even had times protecting to make sure, even on the field goal, that it wasn't going to be blocked. So if that offensive line has grown as much has been said and written about, talked about, uh, where the strength of that inter-offensive line has improved dramatically, then hopefully then that third and one now is converted instead of stuffed in the backfield. And that, to me, is it's all about a yard, Rick. We've, we often say on a Monday following a game, well, we say it first on on the uh, first security fifth quarter postgame show. But it comes down to a play here, a play there. And sometimes it comes down to a yard here and a yard there. And that's why I'm hoping and believing that you've got a 242-pound running back by the name of Rocket Sanders. You've got a coach, Dan Enos, who's going to walk up K.J. Jefferson in behind that center. He's going to take the snap from underneath the center. And he's not going to be four or five yards back. And they got a chance to convert on third and one because they're going to get the push that's necessary, or the fourth and one that's necessary. I'm looking. I mean, I'm, I'm of all the things that I will be watching intently, which I'm not sure how much a barometer we can get from Western Carolina. But I just want to say that offensive line come off as one and moving that line of scrimmage against Western Carolina. Hope there's not a third and one. If they have a third and one, then they convert it. But they're not. I don't think Western Carolina is going to be the measuring stick, nor Kent State. It may be we won't find out how much that has improved until BYU comes to town. That is to Fayetteville. All right, LSU. One of those. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Because when you think of BYU, you don't even think of them as being a, a physical team that you're either. No, going to push no, no. That's, yeah. that's going to push you around. Or that they're going to stop you. You think of them as being a team that's going to light it up, and so you know. And last year, you think about that win there. BYU did score what thirty-five points or thirty-eight something yeah, like Arkansas that. Arkansas just scored forty-nine or whatever it was, fifty something. Yeah. yeah. So that uh, they outscored BYU. So to the caller asking, is Arkansas going to have to outscore people? Well, it never hurts to score. That's for sure. But you hope that the defense will be holding people to fewer points this year. Well, we keep saying they got to. They got to. They got to. No, well, they don't have to. They don't have to. No. We hope they will. <laughs> we hope they will, but they don't have to. Nobody has yeah. to do anything. We think they have to, but no, they don't have yeah. to. All right, uh, let's see. This is from our Asher Record Service Company Life and Feedback. Savage says, as Trey with the coaches talking up the defense, does his win total change this year? I think Trey's been pretty firm, is he not? Seven, eight. Oh no, he says it, he says anything less than eight is not a good year. Oh, okay, okay. I yeah, guess I missed yeah. that. So, no, Trey Biddy says it ought to be better than seven. Yeah. Keep That's talking, what Trey. Trey. Biddy says, yeah. Uh, I got to say, if, if there has been one person though who has seen them from the media, it's been yeah, Trey. That's right. He's, He's seen, seen them over and over and over. Twenty minutes a day. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. Also, Larry says, will Enos and Williams be in the booth or on the sideline during games this year? Well, Coach Williams said uh, he was going to use this final scrimmage on Saturday to kind of help make up his mind. He felt the advantage of being up in the booth gave him a look at the entire field. He could make his calls faster, yet he felt like he could bring an energy and um, maybe getting a face or two on the sideline. He didn't say it that way. Uh, but uh, I haven't heard him say 
Enos under Bielema was on the field. I don't know that he'll he'll go up in the booth. Um, does it? Larry wants to know. Does it matter in terms of wins and losses? Williams seems so much like a player's coach, and getting these guys hyped up seems like he should be on the sideline. Yeah, kind of the way I feel. I think he yeah. should. I, I think both of them should be on the sideline. I think you. I think the ideal situation, and this doesn't mean it works for everybody, is to have your coordinators on the sidelines. They're obviously calling offensive and defensive plays, and they're in constant communication with someone they really trust in the press box. Correct. So it could be your receivers coach. It could be your tight ends coach. Uh, usually not the offensive line coach. He's usually the, down there. He's got to be with the lineman. Mm-hmm. Same thing, defense. You want the defensive line coach down there with the with the lineman. Right. Uh, so in the on the defensive side, it could be the secondary coach. Uh, it could be a uh, what is now called a graduate assistant, I guess. No, it's it's those. No, the consultants can't go no, up there. No, they can't do it. No, they yeah, can't do they can't, it. Yeah. Okay, consultants can't do it. So. I don't think a grad assistant could either. That matter. There is a cap of what? 12? 12 maximum can be on the headsets? I think I tried. Well, that, that means you could you got 10 full-time coaches. So, yeah, they could have two others up there yeah, that aren't full-time coaches. Let's talk to Chuck. Chuck, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Hey guys, I got a couple stents in my heart, and I yeah. am really doing good, man. We're good, good for you. Uh, in fact, if we get another tornado, I'll give it a head start. <laughs> <laughs> well, I yeah. hope you really? never ever hey, have to go through that again. Hey, don't start feeling that good. Hey, hey, Brandy. Yes, sir. I- I'm gonna I'm gonna do a thing here and win in memory of the tornado that has a whole lot to do with sports and athletes. Okay? okay, yeah. And I'm stuck, and I need some promotion help. Dave and I could talk to you just for some hints and a little, you know, go this way or go that way. We have a great guy named Chuck Gatlin who I'm sure would be happy to talk with you. Okay, I'll just I'll just call him tomorrow. And just remember the uh, name, Chuck Gatlin. Chuck, I'm I'm back. I'm writing Chuck. it down right now on yesterday's New York Times crossword puzzle. <laughs> I couldn't finish it anyway. So, <laughs> uh, listen. Here's the whole problem with our defense prior to this year. Yeah. And it was that Sam Pittman is too good of a friend. He kept when you're last in the nation in defense. It doesn't matter who your Jimmys and Joes are. It's your coaching staff that's the problem. And I think, you know, Barry, Barry Odom was a good friend of Sam Pittman, and yep. Sam was determined to give him every shot in the world to come back. And that's, that's what happened. didn't work out. So we it move did. on. Yeah, it did work itself out. And you're right. I think I think the three years was enough, and I think the change has been very good for Arkansas's defense. Yep. Well, you know, he, uh, he I, I think Sam Pittman is doing an absolute wonderful job. And I'm going to do like I do every year at this time, and I've been doing this since 1976. <laughs> yeah. The Hogs are going to win 11 games. Wow, you've and been right sooner twice. Sooner or later, I'm going to be right, you know. You've been right twice since 1976. 48 yep. years, you've been right twice. It's pretty. Well, see, that's one out of 24. Just, you know, average, if I could average that with Powerball, man, I'd be happy. <clears throat> oh, you need once there. You're sounding yeah. like the media right now with our track All record. Right. Goodbye, friends. Thank you, Chuck. Appreciate you, buddy. All right, Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater. Drop Time Sports will continue in just one moment. Listen for birthday trivia in the zone brought to you by Elia's Mexican Grill. Headed to the hill, take exit 108 from either direction for award-winning Mexican food made fresh every day. Elia's in Moralton.
Arkansas is sizzling, and Saracen Summer of Sports Cars continues to keep the heat on with an iconic Camaro convertible from Guatney Chevrolet. This is the last year for Chevy's classic Camaro, and Saracen Casino is the only place in Arkansas where you can qualify to win one this Saturday night just for playing your favorite games. Only 40 minutes from Little Rock, Saracen is Little Rock's closest place to play. Saracen Casino Resort, Vegas, Arkansas style. Gambling problem? Call 800-522-4700. Hey Central Arkansas, are you getting piggy with it and ready for some football? Donate blood with Our Blood Institute at Select Mobile Blood Drives August 21st to the 27th for your chance to win one of two grand prize football packages that include a pair of September 2nd Little Rock game tickets, one night hotel stay, and game day swag. All blood donors will receive a limited edition football themed t-shirt and a free ticket to Magic Springs. So get out on the gridiron and support your community. Visit obi.org slash events today. Come check out the Ruger LCP2 380 on sale for $279.90 at Fort Thompson's. Also, buy two, get one free on select apparel. It's always a great time to get a great deal at Fort Thompson and Sherwood. Visit ftthompson.com. Hello, folks. It's Frank Fletcher from the Fletcher Dodge Store here in Sherwood. For the past few months, we've been asking you to give us a chance to buy your cars, and the response has been great. We really appreciate all of you who brought your cars in and turned it into cash. We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Folks, we're still buying cars every day. So look around and see what you or your family has in the garage that you want to turn into cash. It's really easy, folks. Just come into Fletcher Dodge and ask for Chris or Andy. We'll buy any vehicle and we'll pay you more than anyone. We can't find enough vehicles at the auto auctions to meet the demand. So we're extending you this offer to the public. We'll pay you more, so don't wait. We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Come see us today for the best cash offer on your car, truck, van, or SUV. Just ask for Chris or Andy. We'll pay you more, so come see us at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood. Thanks. David Dunn here with Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. We're the area's largest and highest rated independent diesel repair facility for all makes and models, from transmissions and brakes to suspensions and engine repair. If you're tired of high dealership prices and long wait times, come see what family-owned and locally operated really means. Expert technicians and the latest computer diagnostics will get your equipment back on the road fast. Take the England exit on I-440 to Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer, 568-2185. That's Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. The Zone is on the road this Friday. Justin and Wes are heading to McDonald's on Arkansas Avenue in Russellville for the Change Roundup, benefiting Ronald McDonald House. Help the families of Ronald McDonald House Friday when you round up and let Ronald McDonald keep the change. Now back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat My Catfish, now back open in Little Rock in the Riverdale Shopping Center next to Ace Hardware. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. The number one sports radio show in Arkansas. Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports here on the Buzz Radio Network. The financial professionals at First Security are big fans of Arkansas. And that's because they're Arkansas-owned and Arkansas-focused. They take care of communities just like they take care of customers. So whatever better means to you, you're going to find more of it at First Security as Arkansas's community bank. First Security is all about taking care of customers and making life better right here in Arkansas so more people can buy a home, run a business, and a whole lot more. Check them out at fsbank.com. That's First Security Bank, member FDIC, Equal housing lender only in Arkansas. That's First Security Bank. We have got, let's see, I'll go back to our Asher Record Service Company live fan feedback. Adam says, uh, oh, this was for Trey. Trey, are you going to do the walk and talk this year? Yes. Are you going to do a preseason walk and talk? I haven't heard him say anything about a preseason walk and talk. I'd be interested to hear your thoughts on fall camp and wanted to suggest that. Well, I I would suggest, uh, Adam, that you go on to hogsports.com 
I don't know if it's a free story or not, but Trey did exactly that. He gave you, in fact, let me see if I can just dig it out of my little pile of papers here. Uh, week zero questions. Oh, that's a different. That's a different one. Uh, he had one anyway. He had an article that was strictly about his observations and thoughts on fall camp. So go to hogsports.com, Adam, if you're still listening, and you can find that article and uh, read away. And uh, But I do not know if he has any plans to do a walk and talk prior to the start of the season. Uh, let's see, recruiting notebook, updated heights, weights for Arkansas commitments. There it is, final thoughts on the 2023 Arkansas fall camp. So there it is, right there. So go read it, Adam. Uh, this from Ryan. Special teams can make the difference in a game or two with as many close games as we always play. Scott Fountain needs to earn his money this year. In my opinion, he has been average at best. That's why I asked that, Rick. I'll ask it to you. Was that good or bad that Isaiah Satania opened up the uh, final? I think it's great. Because he's, you know, that gives him a chance. That means perhaps he'll run one back. I know Sam Pittman said the bad news is, you know, the kickoff coverage team was out there and they gave it up. But I think Satania's really, really good. As far as Scott Fountain making his money, uh, I think all those coaches earn their money. He's recruited well. He has, um, again, I don't know how much he was responsible for having Cam Little there, but you got a guy that's made about 82% of his college of his college. Uh, career field goals, and a guy that they think it will not be a shock to see him try a 60-yard field goal this year. They're talking about his leg being stronger than ever, and in, in I guess, Saturday he kicked a 58-yard field goal. He has kicked a 59-yard field goal in the preseason, so that's really good. To me, the, the only downside to what you can say, especially last year about Arkansas's kicking game, was their net punting. And it just wasn't very good. And give it, but no matter who you've got out there, the guy's got to produce. You got the same punter back. There's competition. You got to hope that the net punting average goes up this year. It's that it's better. Think about the kickoffs last year. Arkansas's kickoffs, most of them went in the end zone. That's better than having to cover them, right? And I'm hoping that uh, it looks like Cam is going to handle that responsibility as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. That um, and I. Well, to me, that that's almost like playing a little bit with fire. When you're thinking that I can, you don't really want to call it a pooch type of kick, but you're trying to either angle it uh, towards one of the corners or kick it where it's around the five-yard line. Yeah. And uh, you're trying to force them to, to, to uh, call for a fair catch if you do that. Well, it's still going to come out to the 25-yard line. Sure. So if yeah. they return it, then you better hold them within the 25-yard line. So, And one of the strategies that works well, if you're good at it, is kicking a low-line drive that bounces several times before it gets back there. Because a couple things can happen. Number one, it gives your team, your coverage team, time to get down there uh, because the ball's bouncing. Number two, how many of those type of kickoffs have we seen the return men bobble sure uh, that that happens too so i think if you're going to use a strategy to try and get them behind the 25 yard line then you got to kick it low rather than high that's just, just kick my, it out the end my, zone that's my theory well yeah if you do that every time and it's just you know, just kick results. it out the end zone right that way you don't have to worry about it um donald says do you know if any of the kids that transferred out of Arkansas last year didn't find a team to transfer? I want to say they were around 13 or 14 at last count that didn't find someplace else to wow, go. Wow, really? Well, you remember, they were right at 28. That ultimately. Left? Yeah. So you're saying that nearly half of them? Nearly half of them, yeah. Wow. But they may have ended up 
at a Division two school. school. sure. And um, sometimes that, that kind of gets lost in the cracks. But um, we know Catalan, where he found a home. Uh, other Knox. Yeah, yeah Trey Knox. South Carolina. South yeah. Carolina, uh, who was the other safety last year that... Um, Oh, gone Brady. Chavis? Malik Chavis? No, 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 no. He's back. He's back. He's back. He's back. Yeah. No. Uh, I've gone brain dead. That's okay. Yeah. Some of them found homes. A lot of them didn't find homes. Yeah. Um, Adam says, I love his confidence. I'm going to guess the attendance at War Memorial Stadium will be a sellout. And we beat Western Carolina 49-7. to That's the case. It's a happy day all around a sellout was right on both you know when you said earlier that you got notice and of course that was not somebody from the athletic department no it was so not we need to say that but he said that on the website it says there's less than 500 remaining so we don't know if that's true or not we need to put that out there but if it is then that means they've sold 53,000 tickets i think the official capacity at war memorial stadium is 53,500 and something okay so not even 54 but you call it 54 when the stands are full and you got people there anyway we can get into how you call the attendance but let's just but if they're less than 500 that's 53,000 tickets sold so to Trey biddy's point okay what if all the students don't go I think they only hold about a thousand season t- or student tickets for a Little Rock game anymore because a lot of students don't go. No, they don't. So let's just say none of them go. Now you're down to 52. And now let's say Trey's right and 3,000 people have bought tickets and don't go. You're still at 49. That would be one of the biggest crowds they've had at War Memorial Stadium in several In a years. while, yeah. Yeah, so I think that would be, I hope that's true. It'd be fantastic. And I hope, if it is true, I hope somebody's heard that and thought, wow, I thought tickets were going to be easy to get. I better order them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Don't forget the uh, tailgate party, which is uh, right beside the Double B's. 11 o'clock, it starts, and uh, you can leave any time you want. You head to the stadium. But... Um, um, hopefully we'll not have any TVs there that would influence anybody that wanted to stay and just watch it on TV. But, uh, well, we'd have to have um, the ability to get SEC Plus. I don't know. Right. Yeah. So it's not just over the air. Um, Adam says, will the Hawaii versus Vanderbilt game be played still this weekend considering the Vanderbilt Stadium construction plus the wildfire devastation to Hawaii. Thoughts and prayers for all the Hawaiian people. Well, the well they're on a different on island. Yeah. Ma- Maui, yeah. yeah. And uh, the university's on Hon- at Honolulu. Yeah. Now, whether or not they'll play with, uh, and I'm sure they'll put whatever they can into Vanderbilt Stadium, and I'm sure they'll play the game as scheduled. Alright, coming up next, Pat Bradley. When Chicken's Craft Sandwich lineup just got spicier. The new Nashville Hot Chicken Sandwich is here for a limited time. Delicious hand-breaded chicken with a deep, spicy, sweet kick. Layered on crisp pickles and topped with fresh-made coleslaw. All on a brioche bun. This one's looking mighty fine in the spotlight. The Nashville Hot Chicken Sandwich. A limited time edition.